Chapter 51 of The Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright Maybe. The Peace of Christ. The peace of God is not only a familiar, but a comprehensible phrase. For God is not only all-wise, but all-powerful, and therefore above all the momentary storms, the passing struggles, which sweep the world with a brief fury, or trouble the souls of men as they pass from one stage of growth to another. From the top of a hill on a summer day, one may often watch the clouds gather and sweep across the landscape, black and ominous, dropping bolts of fire as they pass, while far behind the brief rage of the tempest and far ahead of it lie smiling fields and men at work in them, and overhead the heavens abide in undimmed splendor of light. So God abides above the changes of tides and times, the forces of air and earth striving for harmony through continual readjustment of conditions. But the peace of Christ is more difficult to understand. He was in the very center of the storms. Again and again they broke on his path again and again they found him solitary and without visible shelter he dwelt first foremost and always with the tempests that ravaged the world with the awful blackness of sin the tragic source of half the devastating storms that rage on the earth with those temptations which bring mighty tossings of the soul with them with the miseries sorrows and appalling pains of humanity which often overshadow the sensitive and sympathetic spirit with darkness like a cloud. The shadow of a cross always traveled before him, and yet in the center of the storm of life, in the very path of oncoming tempests, the peace of Christ remained unbroken. More than this, his peace was not only sufficient for himself, it was so deep and wide that he was eager to share it with all men. In the heart of the storm he could say, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, if there is one scene in his life which more dramatically than any other interprets his attitude towards men it is his quiet sleep in the storm his calm hushing of its fury and he told the secret of his peace when he promised to leave it behind him in the world let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid i go to the father these words were spoken to men who were only beginning to understand the master whose mighty works and mightier words and still mightier spirit they had been learning for almost three years he had told them that he was in the father and the father was in him and they could get but a faint glimmering of his meaning if he had said that he had never left the father they would have not understood though it would have been simple truth in all the vicissitudes of his earthly life alike when he was in the fellowship of martha and mary and when he stood beside the woman taken in the very act of sin jesus was with his father the vileness of the world did not for a moment separate the son from the father rather it brought them together for where the need was greatest there the christ was most divine where the blackness of the tempest was most appalling there the light of the world shone most gloriously. In all the storms through which he passed, there was no evidence 
that the heart of christ was ever troubled but there is evidence that it was sore and sorrowful in the presence of death he was not dismayed not even perplexed but he wept the peace he left to those who believe in him is not respite from the pains of loss and sorrow it is not freedom from uncertainty and the trial of waiting for light in dark places and for leading in the confusion of the world when peace comes between warring nations or between groups of men whose interests seem to be antagonistic a deep sense of rest and security follows but the pains and burdens and perplexities of life are not at an end peace does not mean a solution of all problems it means the absence of conflict and the quietude in which those problems can be faced and solved the peace of christ was not escape from anxieties and pain it was a companionship with the father which set at rest all fear all doubt all conflict of wills the father who was above the storms and the son who was in the heart of them were one in spirit purpose nature the clouds and darkness did not hide either from the other the peace which christ left for us is not freedom from sorrow from pain from uncertainty it is the ending of conflict between god's will and our will deliverance from fear rest in the love and power of god End of chapter 51